0: This is the Spurs cast with your host, Paul Garcia. In today's episode, I'll be reviewing the Spurs' first three games of the regular season and discussing Victor Wembanyama, Devin Vassell, and Jetty Osmond's play to begin the opening season. Let's go to and jump right into this episode. So about a week ago, I was on the podcast with Colin Reed and Benjamin Bornstein, it, and at that time, the Spurs had not yet played a regular season game. They had just finished their, their preseason schedule, so now that now a week later, the Spurs have actually gone through three regular season games, and so let's jump into how the Spurs did. Okay, so let's go back to about—I'm um, recording this on a Monday evening, so let's go back to last Wednesday. The Spurs were at home against the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, on this night, the Spurs— Ended up losing to Dallas by seven, but it was a close game. So let's talk about how that game went. So, the Mavs were favored by four and a half. The Spurs led by twelve a little early in the game. Uh, they 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 mostly led throughout the game until about midway through the third, the third quarter. Dallas ends up taking the lead. The Spurs though did get the game down to crunch time, and then in that in that crunch time period is when the the Mavs showed to be more of the veteran team, and so they were able to execute. The Spurs had some difficulty uh, scoring the basketball, and also they were they were letting the Mavs get some wide open threes uh, on crucial possessions, and so um, uh, the Spurs uh, ended up ended up losing this game, and we'll talk more about about some of the about th- this game in detail uh, regarding uh, Victor Wembanyama. Then on Friday, the Spurs got their first win of the season. They defeated the Houston Rockets by four points. The Spurs were favored by three and a half in this game. This is one where the Spurs ended up falling behind by 10 points, but then they, they ended up getting it pretty close, and it was pretty close throughout most of the night. Uh, down the stretch, though, on this night, the Spurs were able to force um, overtime against the Rockets, and then in over in overtime, the Spurs were more of the team that were able to out-execute the Rockets, and the uh, the team really went to Victor when here down the stretch. Um That's what I forgot to say. So against Dallas, the opposite happened where, where, um, down the stretch, the Spurs didn't go to Wemby as much. They were, they, 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 they should have, he, he had a really good stint uh, or midway through the fourth quarter where he was, where he put up nine points, but then later, uh, they did, they, they didn't look for him down the stretch. And then they ended up, um, like I said, they ended up losing. They couldn't close out that game. And then Sunday was the, uh, the rough one for San Antonio. Um, they ended up losing, uh, they got blown out uh, on the road, their first road game at Los Angeles against the Los Angeles Clippers they lost by 40 points. The Clippers were favored by nine. Um, the game wasn't really close after the first quarter. I know that the um, the Spurs fell behind by 14 uh, early in the first quarter. Then they ended up getting it down to six at the end of the first. Then the second quarter starts, and that, that lead just starts to balloon. The key issue for San Antonio on this one was turnovers. They ended up having 25 turnovers, an early season high for the team. After the game, Devin Vassell uh, said that the team looked like they played scared against uh, against the Clippers, that the Clippers were just much more aggressive and the Spurs weren't the aggressors, whereas they had been against Dallas and Houston. Um, so he he was kind of disappointed and just talking about, you know, how the team needs to come out better against um, opponents like, like the Clippers. And then coach pop said that basically, you know, he talked it more so up to, to, to being on the road that this young Spurs team needs to learn that it's totally different environment now uh, on the road compared to the, to the home environment where they were a little bit more comfortable and really battling against Houston, and Dallas. So that was a uh, pop's take was more so the environment on the road and how, and how you handle pressure. And the Spurs obviously looked like, like they didn't handle pressure well. And then Victor Wambinyama had a very thoughtful response where he basically said, um, you know, it, it was a rough loss, forty point loss. But he says, you know, it, it is just a loss, and so the Spurs are going to, you know, continue to to work. That there's going to be some some ups, there's going to be some downs. And he used their their very famous quote, the pounding the rock quote. And so he basically said, you know, it's going to be a long season, and, and and there's always steps in between. And so this is one of those steps where it's a it's, you know it's a, it's a learning opportunity for the team. And he says that you know there, it's this this loss is not going to let them get down or you know get distracted. They're going to continue to work and, and focus on their goal of becoming a better team. And so he 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 used that pounding the rock quote that the Spurs um have been using for years uh, uh said Wemby on on this night so how did the Spurs do you know overall Vegas said they should have gone one and two they actually did that they went one and two they they uh they lost the Mavericks and the Clippers and then they ended up beating the Rockets like like what was projected to happen so um you know not, not too surprising what happened I mean the 40 point loss is surprising I don't think the Spurs should have lost by that much but but again um that that's kind of what, what happened there. One thing I do want to say before I move on from this topic is, uh, or, or these three games is I am interested to see, you know, uh, how, how they handled those teams kind of in that win range of where the Mavs and Clippers should have been. Cause we saw two different, totally different, um, uh, performances where against the Mavericks, yes, they lost the Spurs, but they battled every, uh, you know, every, every minute of that game, uh, we saw and 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 um, that game we do want to know was at home. Whereas the Clippers, you know, the Clippers really came came out aggressively. They forced them into turnovers using their length, using their switching, um, um, using their their ability to get deflections. And so the Clippers really put that game away fast. And that was a game on the road. So that's more so what I'm seeing I'm interested to see is going forward, how do the, the Spurs handle those type of teams who should be a little bit closer in the Western Conference, Dallas, and the Clippers um as the season progresses. Now regarding the games that are coming up for this this upcoming week so I am recording on a um, on a Monday evening the Spurs will play on Tuesday at the Suns on Halloween night then two to, then on Thursday they're going to play again um, at, at Phoenix so there's there's two games in a row against Phoenix and then on Sunday San Antonio returns home against the the uh, Toronto Raptors with old um uh, teammate Yaka Perato who got traded last season so the Spurs will see the Raptors on Sunday in, in the upcoming games for this week for our next topic, I want to talk about Victor Wembanyama's first three official NBA games. So again, again, um, you know, we talked at length about it, about him in the preseason, but now this is the this is the real deal, here, real deal here. This this is the regular season. So so far through three games, uh Wemby's averaging about 27 minutes a night, 16 points, 15.7 points per game, second leading score behind Devin Vassell on the team. 45% shooting from the floor, 23% from three, five free throw attempts, seven rebounds, uh, 1.7 assists, and 4.7 turnovers, two steals. blocks, and then 10 deflections total in three games, which is leading the team so far. So against Dallas, uh, he ends up uh, finishing with 15 points on six to nine shooting, five rebounds, two assists, five fouls, which was the big issue for him on this night where he couldn't really stay on the floor for the first three quarters. He was he was stuck in foul trouble. Every time he'd get out there, there'd be another foul called on him. And then he'd have to go straight back to the bench. And so he, he had a tough night, um, you know, just being on the floor in general on this night. But he really showed um, in the fourth quarter, he came to life where he was able to stay on the, on the floor, even with those five fouls. And he ends up scoring nine points in a very quick um, um, spurt uh, midway through the fourth quarter. And then again, like I said uh, earlier to start this podcast where, uh, you know, again, he was having a good fourth quarter, but then slowly like, with like two or three minutes left, the team uh, didn't just didn't, didn't, didn't find him out there on the, on the floor. They weren't getting the ball, um, either inside or outside. And so, um, other players tried to make some plays and then ended up turning it over or taking bad shots. And so the, the team ended up losing this game. Uh, and, and then the opposite happening, against Houston where, uh, in this game, Wemby scores 21 points on 19 shot attempts. 12 he 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 gets his first double double with 12 rebounds. He he gets one assist, two fouls, three steals, and he also has four turnovers with three blocks. And in this one, again, Wemby came to, to uh, had one of his best moments here in the fourth and quarter and overtime, where he scores 13 of his of his 21 points in the fourth and overtime. He also gets all three of his blocks in the fourth quarter. There was that sequence where Maxi Kleba he blocks him like twice within a, a quick possession, and so. um, uh, and in this one, the Spurs did, you know, they put the ball in Wemby's hands and they said, you know, they're, they're, they let him go to work and he did. He was able to get a really um, um, impactful and one play. And, um and he, and he didn't just go for jumpers. And when he was in overtime in the fourth quarter, he was actually trying to drive and, and really, um you know, uh, really attack the Rockets as interior defense. And so the Spurs ended up um, winning this game in overtime against Houston. And then against the Clippers, you know, Wemby was the only pl- player who had a rough night, it was pretty much the entire team. Uh he ends up um, scoring a season low 11 points on 10 shot attempts, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 5 turnovers uh with one steal and one block and and again this he wasn't the only player who had a rough game. The entire team had a rough game. You know, they just couldn't keep the ball in their hands or move it to the next player. It was always getting stolen by the Clippers. And so just like we saw there five turnovers for Wemby and just overall, the team had a rough night with the turnover column. And so, um, you know, overall just you know, second leading score already on the team. Kind of, kind of what, what you would expect. Um, uh, he's made some impactful plays on both ends of the floor. Like I said, he's, he's had some of those block plays, um, uh, early on he's got a lot of deflections got getting in passing lanes and then also um, one thing that, that we're seeing uh, more so again in that Clippers game just because it's the most recent game uh, was his ability to um, score even when like he's having a rough shooting night he's still able to get points inside just the team has to throw the ball up to him and he's able to he, we saw multiple possessions where he like just grabs the ball and lays it up in uh, la- lays it in uh, with an alley type of finish or he just kind of tips it in with like an alley type of finish so so there's multiple ways that, that he's able to um, score and of course he always has like some just like mesmerized Plays even when the Spurs are losing. Uh, there was one play against the Clippers where he does like a spin move, and he's like he's still like in the mid range area technically, and he like does like a one handed left hander and he banks it in. So yeah, he's gonna he's just gonna be a really good player. And of course, it's gonna t- take some time uh, for Wemby as, as the Spurs are three games into the season. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McKrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. Next, let's talk about Devin Vassell, and I just want to talk about he's kind of taking the charge in terms of being that leader for the team. That's kind of what we what we were we were trying to see if if Devin's going to take that mantle now um, of being that, that that player that the team looks to as, as kind of like their go to guy, especially in closing moments, um, early on. And so he's showing that he's he's leading the team in scoring right now through just three games. Again, small sample size. points per night right now, 55% shooting from the floor, 31% from three. That should get a little bit better because like we said, you know, Devin's a lights out shooter. Um, We saw him shooting really well in the preseason. And so, so far it's just a small sample size in three games, but he is shooting 31% from three. One thing I do want to talk about is is his increase in free throw attempts. So he's averaging right now through just three games, five point seven free throw attempts, which which is you know leading um, leading the team right now in that category. But also when he's doing it, you know he's not settling for jumpers when it gets to crunch time. We're seeing that he's really putting um, you know getting that ball and trying to attack the the interior defense. He did that a lot against the Rockets in that game. And so when we look at the numbers, a lot of his free throw attempts right now are coming in crunch time. So in those final five minutes, whether the Spurs are ahead or behind by five points, that is when Devin's Um, really becoming that that go-to player for San Antonio there in the half court. And that's, and that's what they need. They they really need to try to as much as they got to really try to put the ball in Devin and Wemby's hands as much as possible when they get into those close games, Uh, like we saw they did against the Rockets. It was, it was a successful game plan for them. And the, the last player I want to talk about here in terms of um, just kind of players that have stood out here uh, through the first three games is Jetty Osman off the bench. I, I would say that he's been the most consistent spur so far through three games of the, of this early regular season. He's averaging 12.7 points off the bench, shooting 50, 58% from the floor Um, for those of you watching the video, I'm going to go ahead and put the the numbers up. And I did tweet this out Uh, just kind of like uh, when you look at the points per shot, he's like in green, almost everywhere on the floor, whether it's mid range (laughs) near the rim from three, he's just, he's just um, really been efficient shooting the ball so far to start to start this early season. He's also shooting 50% from three. And then like I said he's he's just a very um versatile player where he comes in uh you know he just doesn't miss a beat he can, he can fit in at the 3 at the at the 4 wherever the Spurs need to put him he usually spells uh gives Wemby a rest um, early in the first quarter and early in the third quarter, and then he's able to fit in with the, the, the different players out in those lineups. When this team starts going through some lulls, D- Jetty's been the one who kind of keeps them in games instead of them, you know, instead of that lead continuing to compound, f- um, f- for, for the other team, Jetty's been one of those players who could come in and just hit like two threes in a row for San Antonio and kind of get that, that lead very, very close or keep their lead just above water there. So Jetty's had a, had a very um impactful start to this season again. It's only three games but he, but he's he's shown that for a player that they they you know the Spurs um traded for uh, and and they got they got a second round pick um to acquire him, you know, he's been a very impactful player for San Antonio early on um since joining the team. And now for our last uh topic, I do I just do want to do a quick little lineup check in terms of um how the how the, uh, the, the the lineups are doing. So let's first uh talk about the the big lineup, which has Jeremy Sohan at the point, uh Devin, Kelden, Wemby, and Collins as the other four players out on the court. And so, you know. Uh, again, like pop said, you know, they want they, they really want to see what this lineup looks like. So we're not going to, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to just make, make judgments right now in, in three games, but right now the data is saying it's very early data that it's, it's been a rough um, li- lineup to start um, especially just because a lot of this data is coming in with the, with the Clippers game in mind that, that that, that the team got blown out on this night. So of course it's going to make the numbers look really bad. Uh, but so far uh, they, they are struggling right now. And again, it, and it gets just, it's just three games. So they they have a minus 35.9 net rating according to cleaning the glass um 74 offensive rating and 109.9 defensive rating and, and in 73 possessions. And then of course when you when you look at that with uh, compared to the, the lineup when you have Trey Jones at the point and then um you know still still Devin, Kelden, Wemby, and Collins, that lineup looks a lot better right now with the early numbers. against just three games. Um, 16 plus 16.5 net rating, 112.5 offensive ratings, 96, uh, defensive rating, according to cleaning the glass. And again, the, the big difference here is the possessions that, that, it, that we haven't seen a lot of minutes with this lineup or possessions with this lineup. Whereas the starting lineup with the big lineup, it's 73 possessions. They've played out on the floor together. Whereas the, the, uh, the Jones at point guard lineup is only at 24 possessions. So again, there there's, um that's more so the, uh, a, a case to look at is it's very limited data. It's only been three games. And so, you know, like I said, just in, in the most recent Spurs cast episodes, just, you know, I, I really want to see what this, this data looks like from 15 to 20 games from now, Um, you know, wh- where is it exactly how far or, 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 um, you know, how far above or, or, or behind is it from compared to when, when Jones is at the point. Uh, and so, you know, just more time is needed. And then something interesting coach pop said was before the team played the Clippers, he, he had this quote, exactly. He said, Jeremy at the point, He's our official 2023-24 experiment to see what happens there. So so Pops even said, you know, it's gonna take some time. This is that this is their big objective for the team is to see what this lineup it does look like after after a certain amount of time. And so that, that you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be ups and downs. You know, Sohan even said that this 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 himself on on, on me today, you know, him running the point, there's gonna be some some good and some bad. Uh and, and even the players have mentioned, you know, it's gonna be a work in progress. Um, you know, you know, having a player who's this isn't his normal role, having to learn how to how to now initiate the offense and things like that. And then, um, uh, just seeing how, how that goes for the team. And so pops ultimate goal though. He, he let a little bit more out here in, in this quote where he said, um, basically he wants that this, this lineup to eventually become a really good defensive lineup where he wants them to be almost like the Clippers unit where they can switch multiple, multiple positions, put a lot of pressure on, on ball handlers on uh, disrupt passing lanes, create a lot of havoc that way. They're able to get easier buckets on the other side. And so that is one of the ultimate goals that, that the Spurs are hoping happens with this lineup. They that. They end up clicking somehow and, and figuring it out defensively and becoming a, a a real force for the team and helping them improve their defensive numbers because overall to so start the season through three games, it's been a rough, um, the, when you look at the numbers, there's a lot of red, like, like categories, like bottom 10 in almost every category again, like last season. So again, it's a very small sample size. Uh, I do want to see that, you know, at, after November, after December, what does this lineup look like? And, and according to pop, you know, it looks like, you know, regardless if if they're playing well or not, he's going to continue to put that lineup out there. He really wants to see them get a lot more minutes. And just something that, that I want to note before I move on is, um, in crunch time, though, we saw him uh, pop make two different decisions, whereas against the Mavericks, when the Spurs ended up losing, he ended up um, taking Trey Jones out at the point with like two or three minutes left, and that's when we saw the Spurs, um, they, they really couldn't execute down the stretch and get good shots, uh, they ended up turning it over multiple times. Whereas against Houston, he actually kept Trey Jones in the game um, to, to close out the, to, to, to force overtime. But then also um, he ended up bringing Sohan Witch Jones on the floor um, there in, in the overtime of the Spurs ended up, um, you know, playing well and they ended up beating the Rockets in that game. So again, it's just a two game sample size, but that was interesting to know that in crunch time, when, when it came down to, you know, whether you're going to win or lose this game, he actually went with them with Jones there to close out that game against the Rockets. But, but again, it's only been three games. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Spurs cast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe rate and review on YouTube and your favorite podcast apps. This episode was written, recorded and produced by Paul Garcia. Music from this episode was written by Vincent Garcia and Paul Garcia from all of us at Project Spurs. Stay safe and have a great day.